Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello everyone, this is Scott and Kyle on Leading the Charge with Believe in Chargers only on the Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one sports podcast network, the show for every team in LA and more. We believe in our teams, do you believe? Well, here we are at the tail end of the season and it's two games left to tackle. Ha ha ha, I know, crack myself up as well. Chargers taught a lesson last week versus the Vikings and coming up on tap, the Raiders. But first, Let's talk about sleep. Listen to these studies from Harvard and John Hopkins. Chronic sleep deprivation has been shown to lead to depression, diabetes, obesity, and cardiovascular disease. We need eight hours of sleep, most of us anyway. One of sleep's biggest problems? Temperature. Tough to get good sleep if you're too hot. I want to tell you about the Pod by 8 Sleep. The Pod by 8 Sleep is a high-tech bed designed specifically to help you achieve optimal sleep fitness. It was developed by leading sleep researchers after tracking 43 million hours of sleep. It combines dynamic temperature regulation and sleep tracking to enhance your rest and recovery. It learns your sleep habits and adjusts the temperature automatically. That means if you like the bed cool, your partner likes the bed warm, now you can have both at the same time in a crazy comfortable bed. Sleep longer and deeper so you wake up refreshed and ready to take on the world. Try the pod for 100 nights, and if you don't love it, we'll refund your purchase and arrange a free pickup. They already sold out of their first two batches, so they're going fast. For a limited time, get 150 off your first purchase when you go to 8sleep.com pro. That's E-I-G-H-T sleep.com pro. 8sleep.com pro. You hear those sirens, folks. It's go time, so get on it and do it fast. Do it now. Just a reminder that if you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We are available in all your favorite directories such as iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can also find us on the web at Believe.com or, you know it, at Believe Podcasts on all your social media accounts. Please come find us on Twitter at TheGoodSport82 and KyleEmmanuel51 for all your sports-specific updates, charges, questions you have, and every now and then, more times than I can count, like every other week little humor (laughs) also in case you're interested in some of our other programming here on the believe network take a listen to la football network hosts ryan deard and talon graf they are your go-to guys for all things latest on la sports we're also looking for sponsors as well all the time shoot us a dm on twitter and we would be happy to promote your brand on the net now here we are task at hand chargers last two games kyle how's it going man it's going good how are you doing scott all right i'm doing pretty well Recording here from cold, wintry Alexandria, Virginia, here for the holidays with my fiance's family. How's your holiday going, Kyle? All right. Well, it's uh, it's going good. Cold here as well. Uh, heading heading back to Nebraska, uh, just like I did for Thanksgiving. So, um, again, excited. First, uh, first Christmas in Nebraska in five years, so I'm uh, looking forward to it. Very exciting, very exciting. Always good to have that reunion. All right, let's talk about that Vikings game real quick last week before we move on to the Raiders. What were the Chargers lacking as compared to what they brought to Jacksonville the week before that? 
<laughs> uh, turnovers. <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of that simple to me. Uh, turn the ball over seven times. It was almost like the ball was, uh, I don't even know, covered in something. Just no one could hold on to it. I mean, they had, I believe, lost five fumbles or four fumbles in uh, two or three picks. And, uh, you know, they probably fumbled it a couple more times than that that weren't lost. So, um, I mean, that's you look at that game and uh, you're looking really good going into halftime. I thought the defense played really well for the most part. They were put in some bad situations. They played well, um, especially in that first half. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, there's just not much more else to say about that game. You turn the ball over that many times, you're not going to win and it's not even going to be close. Now, do you feel like the – the Bolts lost to the Vikings by getting outmatched coaching, or are they just ready for the season to be done with? No, I I didn't see that. I I thought, you know, again, that especially in that first half, the Chargers have the ball driving to take the lead going into halftime, and what do they do? Turn it over, and Minnesota picks it up and scores a touchdown. I mean, I I don't know how how much more you can coach hanging on to the ball, you know? And I, it's funny. I've seen a game like this before kind of going back a long ways, but I was a kid, I was at a Nebraska game and they turned the ball over eight times in a game. And it was just one of those things like, well, they're going to, like, they're going to drop it again. They're going to fumble it again. They're going to throw, you just, you just had that feeling. And that was this type of game. I don't know what it was. I don't know if you can't, can't really blame the coaching there. I don't even know if you can blame the guys, I mean, you obviously someone has to take the blame, but it's just it was one of those weird games that uh, they just could not hold on to the ball. And you, like I said, that's <laughs> that's a recipe for disaster right there. Yeah, I really feel like the, the the biggest piece of the Chargers' woes this season has been turnovers. Um, they've really been shooting themselves in the foot. It's not for the lack of talent on the team because they have all that talent, yep. but you know, you you turn the ball over three or more times a game, you're not. Your chances are other teams going to capitalize and you're not going to win those games. Yeah, I think they were minus 10 coming into that game. So uh, I think maybe they maybe turn over the Vikings once. So, you know, you're looking at probably minus 16 right now uh, in the turnover battle. That's not going to get it done. Well, the Vikings have had a pretty good year all along, and I think they're just also riding on their uh, current winning streak and, you know, pushing for the playoffs even more. So there is that. Uh, we have the Raiders coming up, and tell me a little bit about your feelings on this game. You got two teams, AFC West, both likely not to make the playoffs. What's going to happen? Yeah, I mean, especially you look at this Raiders team, and I was going back and looking. They haven't won a game since before Thanksgiving. You know, they haven't won forever. They've lost four in a row. Um, a lot of them weren't close. They just lost. They're coming off of a, a you know, an emotional game, really the last game ever in the black hole um, last week. And they lose that one to the Jaguars. We saw what the Chargers did to the Jaguars you know, the week before. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what this Raiders team has left in the tank. You know, playoffs are done. Black hole is done. Uh, they're moving cities after this year. I mean, they, they will have a lot of fans. We all know the Raider Nation is everywhere. They're definitely in L.A., so they'll have a lot of fans at this game. It's still an AFC West rivalry, um, regardless of the records. I think, I think uh, you know, Vegas has the Chargers at, uh, I believe, like a touchdown favorite. So we'll see what, what happens. Um, I do expect – I expect the Chargers to be able to hold on the ball um, a little bit better in this one, and I think – you know, I think they have a really good shot at winning the game. But again, um, at this point, you're just you're you're playing for pride. You're playing for uh, 
you know, that name on the back of the jersey as well as the name on the front. So it's two old two old rivals and uh, you know, I think uh I think Philip Rivers definitely wants to get this one for sure. Obviously with, you know, we just don't know what's gonna happen in the future. So I think you still see two teams uh go out there and play hard, but um like I said, the Raiders, I don't know what they'll have left in the tank after what happened last week and what's happened the weeks weeks before. Now, in the last uh, last two games that we have going here, is it time to give the second and third stringers a shot by any chance? You know, that's, that's a good point. You know, and I've, I've talked about how we never did that the two losing seasons I was around. Um, but I don't – I. I think it's a good idea, especially at the quarterback position. I think everywhere else, um, you know, when you're only dressing 46 guys anyway, those everyone's playing somewhere. You know, everyone that's got a uniform is playing somewhere except for the quarterback position. So I think, I think you give Tyrod Taylor a chance to see if, hey, can this be a guy for at least one year? You know, if they do decide to move on from Phillip, even if you draft someone, you you're gonna want a, a veteran guy around, and if that's not Philip, well, maybe that's Tyrod Taylor. I, my guy Easton Stick has been a healthy scratch all year long. I would love to see him get in on some action. And yeah, hey, if you're the Chargers, you drafted him in the fifth round. Why not see what he can do in, in you know live action, not preseason football? So I like the idea of it. Now, obviously, that's up to Anthony Lynn, and we'll see what he decides to do. Yeah, I had my fair share to say about Easton Stick earlier in the year in preseason because he did have a heck of a preseason and um, gave the Chargers every reason to keep him. And now I don't see why they shouldn't even play him. I mean, I feel like they've seen what Tyrod Taylor can do. He's definitely shown on his NFL resume. But I would love to see Easton Stick and what he can bring. Possibly, you know, playing a team like the Raiders or even the Chiefs. The Chiefs are probably going to rest their players in Week 17 anyways. Yeah, that's a good point. Question for you about the history of the Chargers. You know, I asked you what your favorite piece of history was last week that you learned while you're there. Who, in your opinion, did you play with as a future Hall of Famer on that team, defensive or or offensive side of the ball? Who do you feel like truly has a shot down the road? Well, I mean, the easy one is Gates, Antonio Gates. That's easy. Um, I also, you know, I've said it before. I think Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer. Um, those are kind of the two easy ones. Um, when you get past that, uh, I'm trying to think. I've played with a lot of good players. Um, someone who I think, you know, I, I think if you look at like Joey Bosa or Derwin James, I think they have all the tools to get there. They're both still young in their career and obviously very far away from that. But um, especially on the defensive side of the ball. I feel like, you know, those are two guys that have have the ability to get there. I think Keenan Allen is well on his way with the thing he's the things he's doing and and uh he's just been consistent ever since I've been around. Um, you know, when he's healthy and he's playing, uh he's one of the best there is. So there's there's guys around and it it's kinda hard to say, especially when there are a bunch of young guys playing, but um there's definitely some guys out there with the potential. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, instead of our pickums this week, we're going to do our top five games to watch, and Kyle's going to get it started for us. Take it away. Yeah, so I'm going to start right off the top. Uh, we got a Saturday game, Bills versus Patriots. We got ten and four Buffalo Bills versus the eleven and three New England Patriots. Could be. I mean, I don't even know the last time the Patriots didn't win the division, but this is a huge ball game right here. It is at New England, and I have a yeah, I have a hard time picking against the Patriots in New England. All the 
you know, they they have uh, not looked great as of late, but I still think I, I think the Patriots get it done in this one. Next up. All right, next up, let's go Rams and 49ers. 49ers coming off a kind of a weird loss uh, last week to the Falcons, not expecting that. Rams also coming off a, a loss, a big loss to the Cowboys, hurting their playoff chances. Um, I, I'm just interested to see what happens with the 49ers coming off that weird loss. I, I've said it before, I thought they were one of the best teams in the league. Um, we'll see what they could do. Um, so that's number two. Uh, let's go number three to a pair of seven and seven teams battling for a division title. That's the Cowboys and the Eagles, both coming off some wins. This is a massive game, as massive as you can get for two seven and seven teams. Someone's got to win that division. It's been the worst division in football. Someone's got to win it. Eagles have to win this game, uh, to even have a chance. I believe if the Cowboys win this one, it is, um, over with because they own the tiebreaker. So, Big game there. And the last, or I guess number four, Packers versus Vikings. Another big one's got playoff implications. We've got two NFC North battles going on there. Where I live, obviously a lot of Vikings fans around. So And there's Packers fans everywhere too. So um, this should be a fun one. Monday night, December 23rd, Christmas Eve Eve. That'll be a good one. And number five, Scott, you know it, Raiders versus Chargers. <laughs> Battle in L.A., um, with uh, as we just talked about, Raiders coming off their last game in the black hole. We'll see what they have left. Chargers still playing, still playing hard. Hopefully, they can hang on to the football, and we'll see what can happen in that one. Yep, yep. Uh, and I'm taking the Packers against the Vikings this week, specifically because Dalvin Cook is not playing for the Vikings as well. And um, I think I'm just more prone to taking Aaron Rodgers over Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I suppose I should have picked the, those top five. I did pick – I picked the Patriots. I'm going to pick the 49ers. I'm picking the Chargers. I'm picking – I hate to do it. I'm picking the Cowboys. That team is just so depleted, man. It's not because of Carson. Yeah, he's done a lot for that team, and he's done a lot with the little with all the injuries they've had along the offensive line. Everyone knows about their receiver struggles. The Cowboys have the better roster. Now, whether they'll win the game, I don't know, but – if I had to pick, I'll go Cowboys. And I'm actually going to go Vikings. Um, even though no Dalvin Cook, I don't know if Madison's playing either. They're backup running back. They have some good running backs there. I think it's uh, Boone. Yeah, Boone. I liked what I saw um, when he was, you know, last week against the Chargers. I liked what I saw. Packers keep finding a way to win games. Um, but the Vikings at home, I think, uh, you know, this is a big one for them. Uh, Daniil Hunter, I think, gets after Aaron Rodgers a little bit, and I'm going to go with the Vikings. Fair enough. Well, folks, it's that time of the year. Christmas is coming up quick as we're approaching the 25th, and our friends at MyBookie want to make your season special with 12 days of gifts. MyBookie is already one of the most trusted and reputable sports books in the industry, and this holiday season they're getting into the spirit of giving with 12 straight days of giveaways. That's right, 12 days of gifts. A brand new gift every single day so you can take your game to the next level. They kicked off this promotion on the 14th with a free parlay for the UFC, and they'll keep up the gift giving through the 25th. Free bets, free spins, futures, and more. While Santa has his, they've checked off their list. They've got a little something for everyone, and this is the promotion that you don't want to miss. Especially with the NBA and NHL in full swing and the college bowl games around the corner, it really is the holiday season and the best time of the year for sports betting. Parlays, teasers, specials, anything you could ever ask for. MyBookie is here to make Christmas great again. 
Head over to mybookie.ag right now and use our promo code BLV to get half off of your initial deposit and free wagers. And that's just the start of your savings. Make sure to check the site out during this promotion because there's going to be something new every day and you're going to want to take advantage of these deals. So go sign up for MyBookie with our code BLV and start winning today. All right, so we're back right now. Kyle, we are going to waive the questions today by our listeners. I have a few for you myself, and then we'll get back to it in our final show next week. First of all, what is your favorite part about discussing football and the Chargers on the radio or podcast? I think for me, covering football in general, obviously the Chargers still covering North Dakota State, my college, I think it's just helped me kind of ease the transition of not playing anymore, um, staying around the game. I know some guys, when they when they leave the game, they almost want to just completely get away from it. And I was – honestly, there was times when I thought I was going to be that way too. Um, but it's kind of helped me just ease the transition, stay close to the game, and uh, – um, you know, really it kind of helped me become a fan, you know, become a fan again. I was a player for so long. Obviously, you're still a fan when you're playing, but it's kind of helped me uh, get uh, into that full-time uh, fan mode, I guess you could say. Now, let's say you were still playing, and you know in some fantasy football leagues, you, you obviously most, – <laughs> in most leagues, you take, uh, you take a total defense, but in some yep. leagues, they have uh, you can take one player from someone's defense as well as like an independent uh, defensive player. So tell me something. Let's say you were still playing. Sell me why we should buy you as one of the independent defensive players. <laughs> what kind of stats are you putting up there? Oh, man. that uh, I don't know if I could. I really, I really don't because I was I was never like a really like a third down guy much. I, I was kind of, you know, if, if someone needed a spell, I guess I would come in on third down. But you have to get sacks. You have to get picks. I got a couple of picks in my career. I did get a touchdown last year. Um, so, you know, if I was going to sell myself, I guess I could I could go that route. Um, but I was more of like, the, you know, the run stopper. I'm trying to stop the guy for like a one, two-yard gain. I don't know if that's going to help your fantasy team. So, And plus, well, as a player, out. yeah, that's true. But as a player, I, like, I would never I, – I can't imagine being an offensive guy just here. I got – asked a ton of questions when i was a player about fantasy like from my friends like hey how's melvin looking this this year like is it, you think philip's gonna throw the ball a lot to hunter Henry? like i don't know it's like i don't know these answers i don't play offense i'm not in their meeting rooms and even if i did i wouldn't tell you so i'm i wouldn't sell myself i'd say hey go draft someone else i don't want to hear about how i lost you your fantasy league or whatever <laughs> Well, that actually leads me to my next question. If you did play offense, what position would it be and why? Ooh, well, you know, I'd want to say running back because that's what I played in high school. I was pretty good at it. Um, obviously, small town Nebraska, not exactly the athletes you see in the NFL. But uh, I was a pretty good running back in high school. I say at, at this point, you know, if you know you went back a year and said you had to play offense, I'd probably pick tight end. I can't really block. Um, I've never really blocked much other than like on special teams and things like that but i feel like um people might not believe me but i do have pretty good hands and uh i feel like i could run some decent routes get get open and uh and do some damage there so i would probably pick tight end all right and before we uh wrap this up tell our chargers fans out there why they should believe in this team for the next few years Ooh, putting me on the spot well 
I'd still believe in Anthony Lynn. Um, I do. Uh, if you if you kind of if you can kind of take away this season and just kind of call it an anomaly, look at what he did um, in his first two years. You know, we were coming off two two bad losing seasons. He comes in and we go nine and seven, and uh, and really could have again easily had a much better record than last year. We go twelve and four, win a playoff game. Um, I I still think you know under different circumstances we play you know, not being on the road, not having to travel the East Coast two times in a row. I think we play a lot better against New England and possibly find a way to win that game. So I still believe in him. I still believe in the culture that he's put around this team. If you look again, if if this team doesn't have injuries, they're one of the best rosters in the NFL. I think Tom Telesco's done a really good job of putting together a team. They do need to work, uh, you know, get some guys in the offensive line. No, we've probably beat that dead horse enough um they we know that uh, that that was an issue this year um but outside of that i think this is a really good roster there's still a lot of talent they need people to stay healthy and uh and they, they need to win the turnover battle as we talked about in in the first part of this segment so it, this is one of those teams that i think could turn around quickly you know they could go from from being five and eleven or whatever they finish this this year and uh and and be right there winning the division or at least you know contending for the playoffs like we did a year ago so there's still a lot to be hopeful for with this team great and so uh next year uh we're going to the playoffs right yeah <laughs> yeah sure yeah i think it's happening all right well we have uh six well in, not including preseason 16 more games to get it done that's the way you got to look at it and um lots to take away from the end of this season when uh, the chargers go up against the raiders followed by the chiefs Although the Chiefs game, since they rest their players, I don't know if it'll be a true evaluation, but we'll find out. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in once again. This is Scott and Kyle. I heard I heard you taking a breath there to warm up to it. Every week we get better and we get worse, <laughs> folks, but it's all part of the game. Anyways, thanks again for listening. Have a great night and happy holidays. With the holidays just around the corner, now is the time to order holiday cards for family and friends. Only this year? Why not create custom holiday photo cards quickly, easily, and affordably at simplytoimpress.com? Simplytoimpress.com is your holiday photo card headquarters with thousands of unique Christmas cards and other designs to choose from. All you do is upload your family photos, personalize the text, and you're done. Simplytoimpress.com prints your cards on your choice of premium card stock in just a few days and rushes them straight to your door. Maybe that's why the New York Times wire cutter named Simply to Impress their favorite photo card service. They even offer foil cards and hundreds of great holiday card designs for your business too. Place your order today to save 30% and get free shipping. Just enter promo code DEAL at checkout. Save big on holiday photo cards today using promo code DEAL at simplytoimpress.com. That's simplytoimpress.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.